Hello everybody and welcome to this Doomcast, uh, the Doom Ray podcast. My name's Carl Jobson. I'm just doing a little introduction to um, a special series of podcasts that we're going to be doing over the next three weeks. Um, just to give you a bit of background on this, uh, a good friend of mine, um, Robert Schall, who is um, the deputy course head of the MA uh, at Birmingham City University in Visual Communication, um, he he does a series of films uh, called M Aid for Film or Made for Film, depending on which way you read it. Um, and he's asked me to do a, a series on my three favourite films or three films that influence me. Um, now, I was um, a film student for um, five years altogether, I think. Um, it was obviously very memorable. Um, and I've tried to choose films that um, inspired me or, or changed my perception of film in some way. Um, and I have so many favourite films that it was, it was impossible to choose three. So I chose three... Um, for three very different reasons. Um, and the, the three films that I've chosen are Lost in Translation, the Sofia Coppola film, uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil, and um, Zach Braff's Garden State. <clears throat> now, the, the reason I've chosen these three, three films is for very different reasons. Um, and, you know, we're starting the series with Lost in Translation, which is, I guess, my equivalent to kind of a first love in cinema. Um, it's, um, it's a film that I first saw um, when I was just starting to kind of really get into film and, and watch film. And I, I think my way into film, as, as a lot of people of my generation's uh, way in, was, was Quentin Tarantino. And I guess I saw his films and you, you kind of think, <clears throat> I've seen nothing like this. Um, and then you watch the making of extras and he kind of introduces you to these, this world of cinema outside of, uh, outside of the sphere that you know, which is kind of the cinema-going um, consumer end of the film industry, I guess. And then you start finding out where his influences come from. And I guess that's how a lot of filmmakers start out, is they, they find a film that they love and then they pick it apart and then the, that director has influences, and then you know you go off down that trail. And then, really, with you know with Quentin Tarantino, he's he's somebody who, um, like I say, kind of opened a door to cinema, I guess. And then you know, like like everybody in my generation, I, I guess you, you you start typing in directors' names on on uh, IMDb and stuff like that, and then you start just picking DVDs off shelves. I mean, there was there was a point in my life when I was watching kind of three or four films a day, um, just, you know, picking apart every aspect of it I could. Um, but really, you know, um, the the thing that I loved about film, um, which, which was what I concentrated on on my MA, was editing. And, um, you know, I, I love the idea of constructing a story. And I, I think, you know, for, for me, with... With this idea of taking taking something that's that's not broken, but it's of all these different pieces, and then taking it to an editing room floor, and then just you know cutting it apart, chopping it apart, cutting it down, and then seeing what comes out at the end. And, you know, this this leads me to to my first choice, Lost in Translation, and one of the big reasons that I really fell in love with this film um, was really it was kind of my introduction to how 
how cinema can be interpreted and how it can be interpreted so differently. Because to give you some background on this, I watched this film with my mum and uh, we we sat and watched the entire film, exactly the same film and exactly the same circumstances. And at the at the end when Bill Murray whispers into Scarlett Johansson's ear, um, you know, the, it, it, even the subtitles say inaudible dialogue. And me and my mum took a completely different meaning from, from the film. So all the lines were the same, all the cuts were the same, we both watched exactly the same film, yet we both read the film completely differently. And I think this is, this is where I learned a really important lesson with filmmaking, is that you can try and construct all the meaning that you want, and an audience brings its own experiences, its own individual you know, track through life, and will read your film in a completely different way to the one which you intended. And also, often, they'll read it in a far more interesting and a far deeper way than you could have ever constructed. Um, you know, the, this kind of... Um, I guess it comes back to the kind of Kulshov experiment and, and people interpreting the images that they're reading. But that was, that was on a shot-by-shot, shot. whereas, you know, with Lost in Translation, the thing that really intrigued me was that the entire film could be read completely differently. And, you know, that to me was a very fascinating concept. Um, the other two films that I've chosen, um, you, we're going to do a podcast on each one, so they'll, they'll be kind of a more in-depth discussion. But the other two films I've chosen are Terry Gilliam's Brazil, which I won't go into too much because I, I'd like people to experience that. You know, and if, if people are listening... Try and watch these films before we get the podcasts up. We're going to get them up each week and try and get them up. But, you know, with, with Brazil, to me, it is an animator, Terry Gilliam, taking the imagination of an animator and the freedom of an animator and the constraints of film and throwing them apart and making an animated live action or a live action animated I don't I don't know which way around it would be but seeing that level of imagination on 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 screen in live action is something that needs to be witnessed and if you have seen it it's it's so unique it's like nothing else and you know I, I think that to me um the first time I saw it I thought oh you know this is somebody with with a kind of a similar imagination to me who is making these animated ideas possible in live action so that's that's the reason why I've chosen that and then Garden State um, which is written and directed and stars Zach Braff um, of Scrubs fame um, is a kind of personal real personal favourite of mine and it was it was one that was um it, it came along at the right time, and I think you know you get you get music that comes along at the right time, and it sums up the way you're feeling at, at a certain point in your life, and you always listen to that album, and you always go back to that album. The, that film equivalent to me is Garden State, and it was after my grandfather had died, and um, you know the, it's this story of returning to somewhere where you feel where you felt very at home, and all of a sudden feeling very 
alienated in that you know you've you've gone somewhere and lived your life and expanded your horizons and then and then kind of coming back for this cataclysmic event um but i think you know it was kind of a combination of things because it was around the time that i was returning to middlesbrough where i'm from um and you know that feeling of not quite fitting in and that kind of alienation of it um coupled with the the de- dealing with loss um you know which was which was what i was going through at the same time and you know i guess um it's it's nice because it has to me it's nice to see a film where somebody controls every aspect of the film you know the soundtrack is is <laughs> Zach Braff's iPod and you know I think that's great I think that's really amazing to see as a film student is somebody who wants to do it all themselves because that's always the way that I felt about film was you know I I, I want to do the soundtrack I want to act in it I want you know I want to do everything and it's amazing to see somebody do that but also the thing with Zach Braff's performance in this is he plays somebody who is hypochondriac quite introverted quite low and it's a very brave move away from what he did in scrubs and i think you know his his role in scrubs he's so well known for that it was a it was a very interesting and a very mature performance and it's it's a kind of coming of age film of a very different type so that's why i chose that one um so you know over the next few weeks um this week is going to be lost in translation um the week after that is going to be Brazil, and then the final week is going to be Garden State. And uh, me and Rob Shaw, we're going to we're going to have a chat about it. We're going to talk about each film um, and kind of pick it apart a little bit. Um, probably talk about some other stuff because we can never stay on topic. Um, but you know, I just you know, I'm not saying these are the three best films ever made. Please don't think that I'm not. I'm not. You know, there's. I could sit here for the next ten hours and list. Film after film after film, if you haven't seen Stanley Kubrick's 2001, if you haven't seen Orson Welles' Citizen Kane, you know, just go out and see them, uh, buy a copy. If you haven't seen Metropolis, Blade Runner, you know, there's, there's millions upon millions. But these are three that have influenced me in very key ways and changed my ideas and perceptions of, of film. So um, I hope you enjoy them. I'm going to stop babbling. Um, and, you know, I hope you tune back in to, to hear the kind of longer discussion of it um and if you hate all three films then you're wrong in the head <laughs>